Welcome to the show, creative people, Freddie and Shetty, designer. Today at our podcast, we have a special guest, very creative person, spacing in his profession from uh, graphics into events, into music, especially music. Uh, most of you from Shenzhen might uh, know him already because of uh, different events and different uh, places he has been managing. He's always uh, around you might know him and welcome to edo today in our studio thank you guys thank you for inviting me thanks for coming i know it's very difficult to get hold on you here in shenzhen you have a lot of different projects that takes you around not only china now i would say mostly china because i guess you're definitely yeah. stuck here for a while uh, I know you have been in Thailand for a while during the, the lockdown in your recording studio. I was stuck in there, yeah, in Thailand for eight months. We will... Uh, yeah. well, did you go there just for like a, like a trip? Or, and then uh, well, actually I go... Did you run away and then... Uh, well... Like, uh, fuck, like, what, what an idiot. In the last five years, there? I'm going uh, to Thailand very often because of different reasons. Mainly because I, mm, my friend has a studio in there the guy that is playing with me uh, from Pet Conspiracy. And uh, we do record a lot of stuff when we are in there. And uh, I, was, I was in Beijing when the, start, when the thing started to get weird. So like January? It was in January 22, 23, and then we started to hear about these things starting to happen, right? And then uh, my idea actually was to go back to Shenzhen uh, uh, very soon, but I decided to stop by in Taipei, Thailand, in uh, Taiwan, uh, to see a friend of mine who was there. On and the plan was, yeah, <laughs> you know Ryan, right? And uh, the plan was, uh, yeah, staying there for two, three days, maximum one week, and then uh, going back to Shenzhen. Then we started to hear about uh, all the shit happening in China. So I say, okay, man, we just go to Thailand. We go to Phuket. I, see, I used to have an house in there. And uh, we say, okay, we go to my place. We stay there for a while. We wait a couple of weeks and then we go back to Shenzhen, right? We arrive to Thailand and they block all the borders. <laughs> that was the... How right it right. You mean like the, the Thai blocked the borders? Well, actually or China like blocked China? the border. Yeah, okay. China blocked the border at that time. And uh, I ended up staying there for eight months in, uh, in Phuket because of this, which is not the worst place to stay in a lockdown. Definitely not. Right? So, yeah. That's so did you manage to record a lot of things? Did you get a I good use I did record some stuff with my friend, yeah. And uh, we did a couple of projects. Actually, we, we were doing this uh, uh, video project with uh, some artists, from local artists from Thailand. So we worked with uh, Job To Do, which is a oh, reggae, know. you okay. know him, right? Yeah, yeah. Well. we did something with him uh, and it was still like quite uh, okay, the situation in there. Then uh, the bad thing is that they also lock everything in there for a couple of months. So I couldn't go anywhere anymore. I used to go to the beach, like to swim every day and then you got at 7 a.m. And then I got like, yeah, it's like in one day they say, okay, close everything. 
right? So no like, restaurants, no bars, no beach, no... Well, the only thing that was opening was a 7-Eleven, <laughs> which is still okay, right? I mean, <laughs> you can get a lot of things in 7-Eleven, right? Especially in the, yeah. in the Taiwan. And uh, yeah, all the bars and the restaurants, they closed. Most important, actually, they closed all the beach. They started to put all these, you know, fences, like closing basically everything. So it was impossible actually to enjoy in, oh. to enjoy what is the best thing of Thailand. I right, mean, right. come on, yeah, it's like you're in Phuket, right? <laughs> and um, yeah, and uh, actually, the, the very worst thing is that they actually stopped to sell alcohol for almost two months. That yeah. was actually when I got uh, completely like okay, even the, the, the 7-11, very, uh, even at the Seven Eleven, I mean, they were not. Absolutely, like uh, you couldn't. Was uh, that like a decision? They're like, okay, no more alcohol for people, just because to like stop people from like having fun, or was there like an alcohol? So I don't really or? know the reason, uh, the official reason why they did it. Uh, I can guess uh, it's because uh, people staying at people home, drink and then start to have party and gather together, right? right so right, right, right. right it was a sense. way actually to stop people to gather together and uh, yeah, going outside and doing party basically. Wow, makes sense. I had actually this friend. Uh, from South, uh, South Africa, he said, okay, let's make our own beer then, no? The problem is that making it, uh, it's a thing, but then you need to wait like three, four weeks uh, bef before right. it started to be drinkable, you know, this, this stuff. <laughs> so, yeah. It's like a long three weeks. Yeah, the thing is that it, we decided to do it uh, when, uh, when they say, okay, at the beginning it was like just for two weeks, uh, and then they say, no, we're gonna, we're gonna uh, provide this thing uh, for, other, for one other month. Right? At that moment, we say, okay, one moment, man, we need to make our own beer, right? So <laughs> we started to do it. The problem is that we needed to wait. Actually, I tasted like two days before they released this restriction. And they say, okay, you can go back to drink your own beer, right? Right. I, I tasted it wasn't that good, honestly. We don't tell him, but it was like a. <laughs> but it was the only option. Anyway. Yeah. Fortunately, after two, three days, they open again uh, the 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 7-Elevens. They could sell beers and everything. So we just went back to kind of a normal life. And then after one month, uh, they opened the beach. They opened like uh, you know bars and everything. So it wasn't that bad that lockdown. Plus, again, it's I go there very often, uh, so it was kind of uh, my home, staying there. Plus, I have the. I'm quite lucky that we have a studio in there so I could do some music, right. you know, it's, uh, yeah, it wasn't that bad, honestly. Yeah, it's, like a, it's yeah. a lifestyle that yeah. you're used to already. Yeah. Yeah. Let, let, let me frame things uh, up a bit, maybe uh, let you have a general introduction since, of course, we are friends since many years, I know you very well. Uh, you have uh, um, a band and a very successful music uh, career for which uh, you are well known for, as well as uh, your uh, uh, graphic design uh, agency together with another friend of ours, uh, Umberto. And also you've been running some uh, very popular places that we miss a lot here in Shenzhen as uh, Magma and yep. uh, Dolores Park. So what brought you to China? How did this all come together? Well, Let's actually, to put it in a time frame. Right. I moved to China in 2008. And I moved because my ex-girlfriend, she used to work for some project for the Italian embassy at the time. She's Italian. So that's really the only reason why I moved in here. Right. So she came to China first or was going to China? Yeah, yeah, she was in here since already a few years. And uh, I moved and uh, actually I didn't really, I wasn't thinking to stay here for a long time in China. But the things went 
were, went pretty pretty good for me because I needed to do some work, right? So I started to work with some uh, galleries, a seven nine eight. I don't know if you okay. know yeah, this. Yeah. Uh, so you moved to Beijing first? Yeah, Beijing. I stayed in eight years in Beijing actually. Yeah, and uh, so I got some jobs to do. Uh, I quite like uh, since the very beginning Beijing. It was a very new thing because I didn't know anything about China. And um, there was a lot, uh, in 2008, a lot of enthusiasm, maybe brought also because of the Olympics the and Olympics everything, right? right? Yes. It was like a really, a moment that it was really Good interesting for, for Beijing. And I was lucky enough to find first like this interesting job for some art galleries, right? I was also helping to create, uh, curate uh, some exhibition. I was like all the, doing the, um, designing the catalogs uh, for, uh, some artists, uh, right? And uh, in one of this uh, exhibition opening, uh, I met uh, this guy that is a musician, Uza, and he asked me to join basically his band. They were kind of famous already in 2008. Uh, Chinese guy or foreigner? Chinese guy, yeah. And uh, it was quite good because after one month, I was already touring uh, Europe. <laughs> with this Chinese band. I never toured Europe before with the other band that I had in Italy, right? But uh, I was, and we started to play. We did the first tour, it was 2009 at the beginning, I think, right. or 2009. And we were playing the most cool clubs uh, in Europe. Starting mm -hmm. from Ratsmatats in, uh, in Barcelona, right? This kind of uh, interesting Venues, clubs yeah. and everything. And that was the moment when I started to think about moving for good in China. I say, yeah, things are going <laughs> quite pretty well, well right? <laughs> so yeah, that's the main reason why, yeah, I decided to stay in China. Then I continue to play with this band. Actually, I'm still playing with this band. What's after the band's name? Pet Conspiracy. Pet Conspiracy? Yeah. We're going to release a new album actually very soon after a long time. So when you joined the, the band, mostly you were just like, you, you play what, guitar or? I'm a guitarist, uh, but uh, they were searching for a drummer. So you're, you're drumming. And I said, okay, I can try. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to do something. Nerds, I know. <laughs> and I started to play with the drums with them. And then, well, actually, eventually I started to play bass, sing some song and everything. I was helping actually producing so the song. So you eventually had some like, musical influence into the, the band itself. Definitely, yeah. yeah. It was kind of uh, oriented to electronic. Uh, Electro band, I think I brought some punk in there. Right. That just because I couldn't play the drums very well, <laughs> so it was like, dish, 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 you know. So Makes that, sense. Yeah. Right. And we are still playing together nice. after many years. Yeah. Nice. nice yeah. Yeah. Nice. So with the band, how many albums do you guys produce? We got. Uh, I need to remember actually four albums in total. Right. We were very prolific at the uh, the very beginning. You got quite famous in Beijing, in China at that time. And uh, the first, very first album, it was an EP we recorded in 2008. Then we did another one in 2012, and then we did other EPs and other, other release like singles, this kind, of, this kind of things. But we stayed like uh, without releasing for a few years. And I think next month we're gonna release finally the new album. So do you reckon them? that it also has to do with the fact that during these past months you had physically a lot of time to 
like think and well and we did finalize we did finalize not not really the songs because they were already finished but we, fa we finalize uh, all the other aspect which is like the post-production uh, which is uh, which is contacting the labels you know trying to get a deal with the labels we had a lot of time to do that and uh, in fact uh, we find the label when we were yeah we were still in uh, in thailand right yeah Oh, nice. It's a very interesting uh, story, like <coughs> out of the blue, China Man, put really. on your path. No, so it many was a big surprise for me because, again, I was completely ignorant about China. I didn't know anything. You know, the only reason I wanted to come in here is to see my girlfriend. That was the only really the reason. Like, and then I found example, out back in the days in 2008, when you moved to China, I mean, were you like uh, uh, working, studying, were you playing music? What, what, what was your life? Well, One I was already working as a freelancer, as a graphic designer in, uh, in, uh, in Italy at that time. So. But I was actually pretty free to do whatever I wanted to. I, I used to have a band in Italy, actually. Right. I was very, we were very, um, how to say, uh, convinced to go on with the band at right. that time. We released like already at the time three albums. Uh, wow. We were touring Italy, we went also to London, you know, we were doing some stuff. It was still like indie band but we we were doing good then uh, when i moved uh, it was just i don't know i was just feeling that i needed to change something in my mm -hmm. life at that time wasn't really happy about a lot of things we don't go into the details but right, right, right. and uh, again at the beginning it was like going to see my girlfriend and stay like a, a couple of months and everything and then i saw that actually the beijing uh, had a lot of to offer and probably because I met a lot of interesting people in there ah, since the very beginning. beginning. That was something that it was helping me to decide that I wanted to stay there. Yeah. And uh, as I said, both as a graphic designer and as a musician, I was pretty happy about what I was doing at that time. So I stayed there for eight years. That's quite Beautiful and frust uh, uh, Beijing, it's like... A, You've been to Beijing uh, yeah, yeah, before, been, right? I, I never you, lived, but I've been there a couple of times. Right. Actually, my first time in China was in Beijing. So right. It's quite... Uh, it, can give you, it can give you really the extreme happiness and the extreme sadness in the same time, <laughs> that city. Right. It's really just extreme, you know? <laughs> it's, uh, and uh, yeah, after five, six years, I met Umbe, that you guys know, because... Yeah, right. And uh, we were working together for, um, for a company, Chinese company, as a graphic designers, right? Uh, they are doing a communication. They were creating a lot of events for big brands, these kind of things. Uh, we were doing uh, graphics for the events and also like uh, uh, branding for, 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 new, for new companies. And after two, three years, we were working uh, in there. We had the opportunity to open uh, a studio here in uh, in Shenzhen. Why Shenzhen? Uh, well, actually, because the company was interested uh, oh, in working in Shenzhen because a lot of new <coughs> startups, uh, companies, you know, the big companies right, at the time, they right, were right. starting to rise in here. You know, was like getting like real the right. thing, right? And uh, we decided to move because both me and Umbe, we were kind of. Uh, we say, okay, it's enough. I mean, we stay here for many years. It's, it's it must time be to tough eight to years in Beijing. I mean, uh, yeah. So the, I mean, was the move difficult for you or is it kind of like 
Honestly, it wasn't at all. I needed to change at that time. I still love Beijing. It's, uh, I consider it my city. Right. And when I go back, I feel home. But sometimes can uh, really you can struggle in a kind of weird situation in there. It's not only it's about the traffic or the smog or these kind of things. It's about being uh, in a huge city and it's about uh, having a lot of pressure. Um, so we needed both me and Umbe to change at that time. And it was the good choice, actually. It was, uh, we were pretty happy, actually, to move in here. Because we found uh, a city that's it's new, so there is still a lot of things that this city can can offer. And they were not but, there yet, like. Yeah, there is. I mean, there is a lot of room still to improve and to, to grow. The, yeah. yeah, this city. But I think that uh, it's super interesting because of that, you know. So you can actually come in here and propose yourself uh, and propose some ideas. And everybody is really reactive to this, right? It's not right, like, uh, right. this is the good thing about St. Uh Still missing a lot Beijing, but on the other hand, I was uh, super happy actually to move in here. And uh, yeah, we move in here, you know about the story. I mean, we started to work uh, for the studio that we have, we still have, it's the Deus Agency. Right. Agency. We have a website, it's called Deus dot agency you can go to check it out nice and in the same time in umbe we were th thinking that this city at that time it was 2015 yeah when we moved was uh, kind of need to some un underground places right and uh, me and umbe we we were thinking that it was a good uh, thing to just open a bar to give this kind of uh, vibes to the people and in the same time uh, meeting all the, the people from St. Jean because, because we you didn't, didn't know, we didn't people know people anyone at that real, time, right? right? So this is what we did. We opened <laughs> Magma. We thought that it was kind of a side project, right? Uh, beside our graphic design project. Uh, and in the end, it was like a full-time job <laughs> because it's, uh, it's quite tiring actually to, to well, have a bar. I mean, but, since the very beginning, the audience uh, reacted very well. There definitely was something. I was very happy about any, it. Any, yeah. Anywhere else, right? And I was very yeah, happy. It was one of the best places that people love to go. Also, because Thanks, I mean, yeah. especially because you are also involved in the in the, in, in in the music scene. You, you know, bringing that layer of like yeah. underground presence, inviting artists, DJs, people that maybe I mean nowadays you see them even very often, but probably now yes, the days, definitely they yeah. were. Yeah. Maybe first time they were coming to Shenzhen or something. Uh, it was kind of an experiment for us because we never own a, a, a bar, Mia and Umbe. So it was like mm -hmm. really like, okay, we just do this thing without knowing anything about uh, how to manage a bar. What, I mean, and I really never even organized any event before. Right. It was other people inviting me actually to play, you know, and I never tried it, but it, I found out that it, it was super interesting <laughs> because it's the fact is that uh, I don't know how to say it's not really that's the cool thing of St. Jen. You don't need to search for people. It's the people, people that is coming to you. We yeah, open so a bar. So there was a lot of people say, OK, you got a cool place. Can we play in here? Sure, man. It's open to everybody. And then at that, I think it was kind of the way why the bar was kind of successful because we didn't really write down what we wanted to a do. Script, it uh, just it just happened, you know. 
and uh, we were giving possibility to artists to come, people like uh, painting our walls. We were doing some exhibition with some people who wanted to do an exhibition of their photos and, and this thing, and we found out actually that Shenzhen had a lot of interesting people right. doing a lot of interesting well, not stuff. Not only right? a lot of interesting people, probably yeah. also it reflects the, the lack of that underground channel yeah, where you be able to the, express yourself. It's like, if you think about in the in the retail market here, there is not the nice shop with a lot of different brands. I mean, yeah. either you have the the mono brand store, yeah. or you have well the say, department exactly, store. Exactly. Know, it, yeah. There is not an in-between. And there was the lack of this uh, scene, underground scene, and you know, that it was missing. Again, we didn't open be because of that, but that was one of the reasons, because we couldn't find any place that it was really suiting, that, yeah. I mean, satisfying us at that time. Yeah. Now it's different. Finally, Shenzhen actually is giving more... Improved a lot. In improved the, a lot in the last, uh, last few years, right? At that time, it was like that, and uh, it was just a very amazing experience, I would say. I'm super happy yeah. that we did that thing. Did you miss it? I fucking miss it, man. We all miss it. Honestly, we all yeah. miss it. I, think the whole I miss that place. It. I miss actually, especially the Bai Sejo one, yeah. the little magma we had, because that was meant to be like uh, a place, as I said, open to really everyone who wanted to do something interesting, right? right. Then after one year, we've been uh, kind of forced to close that place. The whole area was under... Uh, because they ordered uh, renovation yeah. and these kind of things. So we had the opportunity to to manage this uh, other bar in uh, in uh, Chacol, Dolores Park. Dolores Park yeah. We stayed there for another year, basically trying to continue the same uh, concept uh, and inviting uh, you know friends just to organize party, you know, and uh, having fun. That was the thing. Was it, it didn't. Was it the same for you? I mean, uh, it, it wasn't was, honestly. It was a totally different feeling. As it wasn't not because, uh, well, first of all, because it wasn't really our space. Right. And you cannot really do whatever you want in there, you know. You're kind of uh, forced to talk with the owner, you know. Right, we we right, want right. to do this, yeah, no, we should do that thing. But we want to be free, you know, but you should do it. You know, it was <laughs> like, uh, it, was really, yes, but it no. wasn't really the same, but still, we had the opportunity to organize quite interesting projects, right. yeah. actually. Yeah. So I'm still happy that we had the opportunity to do that, yeah, you know. Yeah. It was still, still part of the experience and yeah. possible evolution. I mean, you never know, there will be a magma number two, maybe We're waiting for it. sooner or later. Do you ever think about it? Do you ever think about Every fucking day, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's something that I would love to do, but I would like to do it with Umbe. Because we started together and right. I would like to go right. again uh, with him. We have a very good relationship with him. You know, yeah. I know him since yeah. many yeah. years, since the times in Beijing. And we had fun and we suffered together, me and right. him. So we really know each other very well. So the fact that Umbe now is not in Shenzhen, who knows, maybe he's coming back. Uh, he's kind of uh, telling me that now is not the right moment to do it. Uh, right. But I'm thinking, actually. I'm sure that... Because, uh, yeah. I mean, the, you, you have a very good friendship. You're working together. I'm sure that even from distance uh, right now, uh, Deus uh, is, can work. We are still uh, not, continue not, to work uh, with, uh, with the, the design agency. Uh, absolutely. Myself yeah, yeah. as well. Uh, yeah. I work with people all over the world we, as creatives. We know yeah. we don't necessarily need to 
be in the same room to make things happen. So, but um, for sure, one uh, probably interesting part of your future in the very next future is still on the music uh, scene. I know there's it is. some. Uh, I started actually new a new project. Uh, uh, yeah, going on. Started a new project with a big friend of mine. I met. Uh, I met in uh, the first time in Beijing. It was like 2011. Right. David, uh, William K. Okay. Big friend of mine, and he moved to uh, Shenzhen uh, a couple of years ago uh, with his family, and uh, we started to talk about uh, do a new project together. You invited him also in uh, Magma, no? Several well, actually, and... he was still living in uh, Hangzhou at that time. Right. And I was inviting him, uh, I think I invited him a couple of times to play, and it was always like uh, dope parties. Of because course, when, yes. when David is playing as, you know, as ectoplasma, <laughs> he's like, doing like a shit. crazy party, <laughs> right? And uh, yeah, I invited him. And um, at that time, then he decided, he decided to move to St. Jean, right? So we started uh, to think about a new project, and uh, it's now almost one year actually we are playing together we didn't really do any concert we didn't release anything yet mm-hmm. but uh, I think it's gonna be soon yeah the project is called uh, Fear Drop uh, you know David right hey David hey I'm you're here on. wow yeah <laughs> wow as if by magic well actually I also work with uh, Scarlett uh, Johansson please make her appear here too uh, Bro, it only works one time a day. <laughs> God damn it. You always forget Mr. that. Mr. Chance to. Yeah. <laughs> we'll call you next week then. <laughs> I know, right? Well, thanks for being here. My pleasure. David, I know you're also very busy, but we were talking about this new project you guys are doing uh, together. I had the chance to see you performing in, in Magma as you were as we were talking before. It's quite uh, with the lasers. Interesting and mesmerizing uh, experience. I'm sure that a lot of our uh, followers remember not only in the nights at Magma but especially your performances. Always been very catchy. Uh, you also moved to Shenzhen quite recently, one or two years ago, right? Yeah, uh, 2018. Um, yeah, as Edo said, I was I was coming down to do some uh, shows in magma and uh yeah we were also thinking about leaving hangzhou we'd been there for six or seven years and uh from my experiences of shenzhen coming down as a dj it seemed like a very cool uh city with also a lot of uh judging on the the parties we did together right maybe there's some potential i met some nice people and uh very diverse audience as well that's i think it's quite interesting yeah yeah so i was interested in that and and just nice to live by the sea and uh yeah shenzhen is quite well known as being you know quite a uh, creative uh, new place so right. i thought yeah we'll give it a try it's true it's true it's been a good experience for you so far yeah yeah it's been good uh really enjoying it i mean i have a family so it's a little bit mm, different from uh, edo's experience but uh i think where I'm living in Chicago is is a pretty good uh, place to be as a family. There's a lot of uh, facilities and playgrounds. And right. You got the ocean, 
you don't have the beach there, but you've got the boardwalk and just the general ambiance of living by the sea in a nice area with lots of schools, more choices mm. for sending the kids to school. Sheko is definitely very family oriented, yeah. I would say, compared yeah. to other areas of the of the yeah. city. Yeah, that's where you'll find most of the expat families, actually. Right, yeah. right, that's true. And you guys now are starting a new project together. Can yeah. we call it a band, a duo, a, a project? It's a band, uh, actually. Yeah. I mean, it is. We are a duo, but you can call it a band. Yeah, yeah just uh, yeah. when we when yeah. we t when we were talking about the new project, then you know, it's like whatever. Just want right. to yeah. 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 It is. Project it is a, a more catch-all term for it. I mean, because maybe we'll expand the lineup. We don't know. Right. In the future, but for sure, you know, me and Ida now are uh, beginning it, and we'll 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 continue as a, a two-piece until uh, yeah, things change. What, what kind of music style or genre would you say it is? Well, it's, it, we, we're going back to more of a uh, guitar-orientated music. You know, I've been doing more like a synthesizer music for a while uh, with different previous bands. And uh, Edo's the Pet Conspiracy was more electronic as well. So, yeah, we, you could say it's uh, going back to a more guitar-orientated sound, but we still have elements from our previous bands as well you know that we've picked up along the way yeah we we both have a background uh, when we were living in europe uh, that is really like rock right right was uh, and we are kind of going back to that uh, kind of uh, uh feeling so when we uh we write the songs actually it's uh, the the way of writing a song like you are in the 60s so that's it's really really like classic rock songs but with different elements like uh, a lot of uh, uh we actually working with the drum um, uh, drum machine right uh, right. right now okay you know it's uh, a lot of ele uh, electronic stuff also because it's just me and you we don't have a drummer so we are just integrating uh, the but the but the, the construction of the song is really rock and roll okay that's, uh, yeah okay okay yeah. Thanks. Is I, it acoustic, electric, or...? A little bit of both, uh, but generally the, the writing begins on, a, on an acoustic guitar, yeah, and then we, depending on the song, we flesh it out right. uh, sometimes with more electronic elements or sometimes we just want to keep it very pure, very simple. It's kind of a little bit like a come-down music, as okay. kind of how, how, how I see it, because me and Ido have been in uh, China for a long time, We've had some extreme highs, and now, <clears throat> not that it's a low time now, but we're just focusing on a different emotional side of life, you know, not mm -hmm. only in China, but just generally focusing on more on the, the darker side of life, I guess. We still have moments of joy, of course, but uh, yeah, that's kind of where the name comes from, Fear Drops. Yeah. All right, all right. So you foresee more like uh, uh, in... Um, I'd say producing like uh, uh, albums and, and recorded stuff rather than uh, gigs, or it would not be too much of a we difference. We have, I mean, for sure, we we are going out and uh, play uh, gigs very soon. I hope. Yeah, that's what we. But we were on. kind of focused actually to understand what we wanted to do mm -hmm. uh, in this year and uh, it was more really experimenting actually. Uh, it's it's kind of uh, it's kind of a new challenge uh, every time you play with a new band uh, to mm -hmm. 
to understand what you want to do. Actually, he had already a lot, a lot of good ideas uh, to bring to the band, uh, and then we just uh, we needed to decide how to bring these ideas into practice. Into, into practice, the... right? And it was quite interesting, actually, the process uh, that we had in, creat in the creativity in the way, because uh, again, just two people playing, uh, it's uh, it's a challenge, and. Uh, I'm quite satisfied, actually, about what we did uh, till now. Yeah, um, we, 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 yeah, we've recorded a lot of stuff. Now we're just yeah. now we're just focusing on bringing it to the stage. Right. Uh, how we can do that with two people? What what equipment we're going to use? You know, because we we still want to put on a good show, and for people to have a good time. Yeah. You, you guys have plans for a location and date for a first show? Uh, no, not specifically, because really. uh, you know Edo was away in, in Thailand for the large portion of the year, which kind of uh, ate into our uh, band schedule a little bit. But now he's back. We're back on track. Uh, I think we're going to try and do something interesting. We don't want to just do the same old thing, right? Right. You know. But, uh, actually, <clears throat> just to share, uh, by the end of the year, uh, we are planning on organizing. A, I don't want to say it's just a party, like an event. There is a new space where uh, it's open to a lot of opportunities uh, it's like a creative hub we would like to do something in there where we mix uh, 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 some designers uh, speakers uh, with a uh, extended uh, night uh, time of uh, like uh, music drinks and, and music and but inviting not just the DJ playing music like right. you know uh, cre creative people mm -hmm. even in even in terms of uh, what uh, is the people on stage so maybe that's something that can happen rather soon it'll be, this, it'll be next uh, month December if you guys are ready it might be then. too early actually <laughs> <laughs> not that ready yet <laughs> to to go live but uh, I think 2021 we're gonna be yeah will be the year we're gonna be getting active right. for sure and you guys uh, plan to like you guys want to like release like a like an album first and then go live no I think we're gonna we're gonna try and do it a more uh, old-fashioned way and just try and try and build up the buzz um, through live right. you okay. know and then because you know if you play live then people come to your shows and you, you meet people, you talk to people. I think it's really the best way. Yeah. yeah and then, yeah. you know, alongside that, we're going to, yeah, we have to, all of the different social media channels that we're going to posting clips. We already started posting some clips of the yeah, rehearsals. Some stuff on the moments. Yeah, things like this. And we have the Instagram and we're going to, we'll, you know, we'll open. Uh, I don't want to get too bogged down with all of this stuff. You know, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. Then you end up spending more time, time on your socials than yeah. you do making, making the music because yeah. yeah, you know that's that's a skill in itself isn't it the social media side of things and yeah. bands nowadays have to be pretty savvy uh with that so we'll do a little bit of that but uh yeah we just really want to just enjoy playing music and and uh if we're happy with it and we can and we play and put in a good show i'm sure that people will enjoy it too so yeah. also i think the, the the advantage here in china on 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 that level of socials and stuff that i mean compared to if we were, were in europe where we see at instagram and youtube as a mean to reach uh, the audience that doesn't know you yet here it almost works the other way around your social are starting already from the yeah. people that know you and they mm -hmm. are around you yeah. 
And actually here in China, we're talking about big numbers. Shenzhen is a city of 15 million inhabitants. So already you could start almost, you know, as a anonymous person already after one gig because of these 200 people, 200 people would like you and all the people that are friends of those people that like you will see this. So the algorithm in China works in another way around. So it's definitely important, but the way it works, it would also lead to probably dedicate less time and think about a strategy behind it and whatever, but rather put spontaneously your, your content, your, 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 yep. your, your gigs, your, your work in progress and the things uh, would come up. This is another of the nice Hopefully, things yeah. in China. Yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah, because I mean, there's no point in pushing pushing something until you're completely happy with it. Right. And then hopefully things will uh, develop naturally rather than, you know, you can invite the KOLs to your to your gig to take the selfies during your performance, but really it's it's uh Yeah, yeah I don't want to be thinking <laughs> yeah, yeah, about yeah. that, you know. Uh I would like ideally like uh, someone else could could deal with that. You know, because yeah. I just focus on what you. Yeah, you, and of course, I am aware of there's different ways to reach an audience, and we have to try and engage in some way. Uh, you know, we're not we're not luddites, but I think you know. Come on, if you're the creative person, you're the you're the person who's writing the songs, performing the songs. You don't have that much left exactly, over time exactly. to be thinking of the best hashtag or to be thinking of <laughs> like, you know, like what kind of uh, video you can post uh, to which site because the right. sites coming up here left right and center so yeah we'll see about that but hopefully we can get someone to uh so if there's anybody out there who is uh expert <laughs> in, by the way yeah. is anybody there <laughs> yeah. there's yeah. an open opportunity for uh, working on something yeah. cool no, social media experts yeah yeah we are looking forward i see also that you guys are a bit geared up maybe we want to try to do this also first time for us trying to do yeah. something live but if you don't mind why not well, yeah we can you feel comfortable yeah. well we figured you know if we if we're talking about music we might as well play some music right yeah, I'm that's what musicians do isn't just it an so. unplugged yeah, version of uh, our song basically yeah, you know, yeah, just, yeah, we yeah. tried just before arriving in here so <laughs> i don't know if uh, it's gonna no, be like no, great no. but yeah <laughs> what's the name of the song don't, don't talk it down uh the song is actually called fear drop all right so the band is fear drop the song is fear drop right so the the, the band name is with the s and the song is with just Singular. drop yeah Hopefully you can hear the guitars. And you guys both sing in the, in the band? Uh, I just sing in some parts, mainly it's uh, David singing uh, all the songs. Because okay. he is the main writer of this project. Okay. So he just uh, usually come up with an idea with a, his acoustic guitar and then we develop together the idea right but it usually comes except for one two songs that it was yeah right it's, uh, it's coming from yeah because I'm writing a lot of songs all the time so but the good thing about finding a person you can collaborate with is that they can improve those songs improve those ideas and that's what that's the kind of chemistry we have going it kind of usually I start with the song and then Edo will go back and forth and we'll make it better Right. At least that's the aim. Yeah. Nice. 
Yeah, well, the stage to... is yours. Okay. All right. Okay. So this is Fedro. Tell me what to do Feel so far from you Oceans drift apart Can we just restart? Well, I guess you never opened my heart Well, I guess you never opened my heart Words between me and you Mountains falling from view Life is not what it seems Things that come in a dream Well, I guess you never open your heart Well, I guess you never open your heart Two, three, four. Two. How you gonna turn things around? Tell me How you gonna outrun those hounds? Tell me Do you see those gathering clouds? Tell me How you gonna change? How you gonna change your life? Tell me How you gonna turn things around Tell me How you gonna outrun those hounds Tell me Do you see those gathering clouds Tell me How you gonna change How you gonna change Tell me what to do There's something in your life you're going through kills you Will you walk away? Will you stick around another day? Life will make you pay For all the little things you do and say it's true Will you walk away, slip into the cracks another day? Okay. Wow. Fantastic, dude. Gave me goosebumps, man. Oh, Look, beautiful. I'm no joking. Wow. Thank you. Really? Yeah, that's one of the more like somber kind of uh, songs we got going. Oh, wow. But uh, yeah, we, like I said, we have like when we play live, 
we also want it to be a party. Right. And we have a bunch of tracks that are, you know, they have a lot of, uh, you can yeah, push him more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 But you know, it's good to have like the, the ups and the downs. Yeah. Oh, of course. Was that the this one is like, the, have a lot of, uh, uh, electronic uh, elements. Mm. This is just an unplugged version, of course. No, I can imagine. But, but yeah. But also, yeah. I think mean, it's, it's very anyway musical. The, the, the spite also quite deep in, in in the words and stuff. It gave me goosebumps as I told you. But trying to dig deep, trying to trying to, you know, trying to write words which uh, have some meaning, you know, because right. yeah, it's easy just to write anything that fits our rhymes. You know, um, so yeah, trying, trying to, trying to write some good words. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, nice. I'm really looking forward for seeing all come yeah, together. Yeah, uh, me too. Hopefully, also the very first gigs. It better be in Shenzhen. I was about to say. I was about to say. There is one thing about Shenzhen that, despite the fact it's that is growing a lot of the nightlife in Shenzhen, still for underground. Uh, live venues, we are still like luck. Mm. I mean, there's not many possibilities. Sure, there's a couple of clubs mm. where you can play, but uh, right, it's not. Yeah, so like that's yeah. you know we're thinking about maybe we can, uh, or we can do something that's set up by ourselves. Like you were mentioning some other kind of uh, events which are not just uh, in a in a small bar. Like we don't we don't want to do the the small bar thing we'd rather do like a, like a live house or an event or live house is good like whole live we can we could we could do but uh we'd also like to do yeah like maybe you know i dj a lot oil club you know for example so why not why not take uh take over the, the venue why not do this something in a venue like this with a big sound system you know well, even uh, in the i mean you, you you guys should come to the mbk i mentioned earlier is the first time i saw a whole like it's a music hall where you don't have like you know the a, 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 bit, a bit like hall but actually where you can imagine there can be an indie band doing yeah, something it's a, it's on like the stage no, right. it's a okay. live house like, I mean it's small I mean but it's nice and I wouldn't say small man it can fit a lot of people how many people um, 150 yeah that's good yeah that's maybe good more, yeah. maybe more there's no tables yeah. and stuff but yeah and it's an interesting place man because it's like uh, when you just look at it it's in it's in a mall yeah, you well, know. that's the trend. I mean, clubs in malls it's on the roof is like a, of the mall. you know, like, well, it's, yeah, yeah, it's still part of the mall, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you look at it; it's like a restaurant that sells All right. uh, vinyls, you know, record players, you know. And then like in these doors in the back, and the, isn't there like there's like a, you have to press a button on the and the gramophone starts playing music and the gate and the doors opens, open and suddenly you're in this black music hall right. like a speak uh, speakeasy like vibe yeah, yeah like there's a, a few of those in shenzhen like where you have like a secret door yeah right? where you press like the the scooter button the horn yeah. or the convenience yeah. store door yeah yeah it's yeah quite, so this it's is like cool. hidden like there's like a door and then I mean, you see, it's not, it's not like a hidden door. You see that it's a, it's a door, but in order to get But he's super right, geared right, up. I mean, the sound system is that he's like... They got like a super early yeah. understanding. But the, 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 sa the sound system, the lights, it's all, it's all top. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would it's be interesting like since we don't have many clubs, actually. They're providing like live venues. Uh, they're not many people providing like a live venues, proper one. Uh, it would be interesting actually to play like in unusual places mm -hmm. since we really? are in tour, right? The only thing is that I don't know if we can get the permission to do that, you know, just uh, just playing yeah. in a Xiaomai Bu. Just go, <laughs> okay. you know, just bring some equipment. 
and do some shows like this, you know? Right. Because yeah, they, we're not like a super huge band. It's yeah, we don't have people, the drum you know, kit. Just bring some, some equipment. So it's easy. You yeah. can really play basically everywhere. And I think that it could be an interesting thing to do. Yeah, but Edo's right, but because uh, the thing in China is all, it, it's difficult to... Getting the permission, actually, to do mm. these kind of things is not that easy. That's the only... You mean to be a performer? Or? Actually, just, the main problem is the gathering of people yeah. in a place that is public. Yeah. And the sound public. issues, because you got yeah. a lot of you know residential, it's all like built on top of each other, so you're going to have... Yeah, this place has no residential around it. Yeah, so this right. is, is yeah. a little right. bit yeah. like yeah. a hotel, yeah, like far away, but like no, but at least you're inside the venue. There. But if we would say, okay, let's do it on the rooftop of my office, like this is what I was talking about. People, it would be know. super cool, right? I mean, like yeah. you too. Like yeah. you too the only problem is that if if it's a successful uh, event, uh, you're gonna see also some people you don't want to see show up. You know. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. You know, but there's a lot of places actually in Gen talking about the rooftops, right? And they would arrive we dressed up a, even though it was not a theme the party. That we have in our studio, right? It's mm -hmm. like it could be like amazing to do events. And I was thinking about it and I was asking to the people that is managing this uh, building, can we do a party? And then at the beginning they were like, uh, yeah, let's, let's do it. And then they started to talk about the problems, you know, did you get the permission to do that? We should close at this time. There is an hotel in there. I say, oh, all right, all right, okay. Never Just mind. start with this idea. But uh, there's a lot of location uh, that actually have this potential uh, to be like uh, a one-day location for a cool event. You know, this right. is what yeah. I'm yeah, saying yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. Uh, in Shenzhen. Look, yeah. you know, it, you know when the the Beatles played their last ever show up on the roof, right? Right. The famous concert, and and that was on the top of their uh, record label, the, the Apple, studio, yeah. the building. And uh, even they were, they were, sh they were shut down by the police. They were the police, they were, they were coming up to close, shut them down. They totally got shut down, like they didn't finish Well, they just, threat, no, they, I, they had to stop. They had yeah. to stop. They were, they were, the police were, were going to shut them down. And that's, that's the Beatles in 19, 1970, 1969. So, I mean, right. you know, even, even yeah, the bi yeah. biggest band yeah, in the sure. world will face sure. problems with yeah. the law. So then if you put a bunch of unknowns in, in China where they're, you know, way more uh, a draconian with like volume and, and gathering situation. They don't want to do anything like that. It, you can imagine how difficult it can be. Yeah. Right. So you could do something, but then you've got to be ready to run, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> you you know. need your escape plan. Yeah, make yeah. sure the window uh, has <laughs> good, good, good access to like a fire escape or something. The car, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. leave the engine, the engine running. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so hopefully we can find something that's not dangerous because we don't want to do anything that's breaking the law, but you know, no, we, we want to do something that's cool. Yeah. Also, I think yeah, what I'm saying that yeah, is, yeah. Uh, it's uh, again for this project, we th there's a lot of possibilities to play like in really unusual places. You know, mm -hmm. yeah, that's uh, something. Also, consider the fact that we don't have many places uh, who can uh, help us to play in here. Because right. honestly, guys, it's uh, still yeah. we don't have many places in uh, in, uh, in in Shenzhen. It's not very famous for live music, Shenzhen. Honestly, mm -hmm. right? No. There's mm -hmm. some few places again. Under there is the very huge uh, concert mm -hmm. uh, right. situation right. where they call whatever That's it was Maroon Five or whatever, right? mm -hmm. but not the in between. It's <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean Magma would have been a good place to play. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Right. This is what we were doing actually. Well, we I were doing a lot I mean, of live in uh, in Magma. You remember, right? Beyond, uh, I mean. Well, but yeah. I, 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 three three uh, per three meters stage and still we could fit like a fucking drum 
<laughs> you know, in there, and then let some people play in. Right, and right. there were like very interesting uh, concerts, and we could fit what? Uh, maximum 60 people inside? Mm. But you, like, you were uh, like, you had also the wait, outside environment. Well, in the in the inside part, uh, plus we were keeping uh, keeping the door open. 60 uh, people inside Magma. I would say something like that. Oh, then the place that we were talking about, man, I'm thinking there'd be like hundreds of people. I know, there would be at least, at no, least no, yeah. people yeah. in MPK. Yeah, yeah sure, it's sure. Huge, so, yeah, MBK. MPK, okay. Music Public Kingdom. Like, you know, you know B10, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. I would say like half the size of... Oh, quite big, quite oil. big, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just yeah. since you were yeah. talking about oil. Yeah. Do they organize uh, some events already or like? They started uh, recently like because uh, uh, Skis is uh, the general manager there. He's also like a musician, uh, hip hop, doing his own gigs okay. and stuff. So he's trying to promote it and make it happen. Yeah, but next, it's rather fresh. Week, uh, next weekend there's a hip hop guy performing. Yeah. Yeah. So. But we should definitely, I mean, go. We and, should go and, to and check and it out. And drink, yeah. uh, sure. even maybe you know later sure. or the other days, but. Uh, it's nice, especially when you see also that from the perspective of what you can do in that place yeah. as a mm -hmm. performer, as a musician. Because when I when I entered there, I was like already thinking about how cool the party could be. Because usually in most of the places in 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 Shenzhen, in China in general, except for very few underground like all your stuff, you always see all the sofas and tables yeah. all the way to the front yeah, and everything yeah, occupied. Yeah, and then yeah, if people yeah, are yeah. not there, it looks very stupid and empty. There you can really have a nice gig uh, where okay. people can jump around and yeah looking forward actually plus to you know the, the, yeah. The, the, yeah. The, the stage is like one meter higher than the rest it's like literally it's a, pro I mean, it's a proper live performance place it's yeah. made for yeah. performing live same foot yeah yeah it's uh, upper, upper hills. hills okay okay uh, cool yeah, yeah, check it out yeah. sure yeah yeah, yeah for sure uh, oh yeah so hopefully there is gonna be possibilities for uh, a gig in Shenzhen very soon I think since it also started in Shenzhen, it would be nice. Yeah, it has to be in Shenzhen. I want to come. Do you reckon, yeah. I mean, maybe it's a weird question, but in terms of creating music, you you reckon that there's something in Shenzhen that is also inspiring you or tickling something that it's funneled into your creation of content and music? Or does it come should from... Should we say honestly? No. Yeah, you should say honestly. Yeah, yeah I'm but just wondering mm, for... Not, not particularly Shenzhen, but like well, when I first came to China, maybe I was, China. I was like very China. inspired musically by the cityscapes. That's why I was making a lot of like synthwave music and getting more into this kind of vibe because it just right. looked so cyberpunk and so Blade Runner. And, but this project is is uh, more inward looking. Right. I think yeah. that this project is really like summarize what uh, what we are as a musician, because I was really into. I mean, when, when I started to play with Pat Conspiracy, I started to play like electronic music. It was the very first time I was playing electronic music. I was like playing rock and roll before. I was fucking playing the guitar, rock and roll, you know? And this project actually gave us, uh, I think both of us, the possibility to go back, back uh, to what back we were to before without losing completely what become. Yeah. we become. We, we become, right? So we can take like, uh, go back to our roots, but getting uh, what we learn uh, during our journey right yeah and a, lot, like and, and a lot of that stuff that goes into it is is directly inspired by living in china you know yeah maybe not uh, yeah, so yeah. much shenzhen because we'd already lived in china for like six seven years before we moved to shenzhen so i suppose we'd already like absorbed a lot and traveled around china so 
we the 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 keg is pretty full of Chinese stuff. But when you come to Shenzhen, it's like uh, it doesn't necessarily offer you anything new, uh, inspiration-wise. Like a, you know, the cityscape looks similar to other cities around. Uh, you got the big buildings, the neon. So I already absorb that. But I suppose having the ocean does does uh, like on my balcony, I can see right out to Hong Kong. You know, right. And maybe maybe that that kind of um, having a larger vista to yeah. gaze upon maybe it mellows mellowed has mellowed me out a little bit i think right 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 oh, i see well as i said uh, we really look forward for the rest it, do you guys uh, have an encore song uh we don't yeah. we don't we don't we we i i i think you have it since once you start start to play live right the encore song. Yeah, we didn't. Well, you guys started tonight already playing live. For yeah. An no, well, uh, the reason why we played this song it, it's because it was the song that we played last time we uh, we met. It was like right, uh, we okay. recorded some stuff, you know. We had already the guitars that we were tuning like this, and we said we okay, just played that one. But it's, no, I but guess it's kind of an encore song because uh, no, I mean, it like, takes the same name of the band. Hey, that that, that that's quite so something, of it course. It is, but uh, no, I mean, do you guys have like an encore song for today? Ah, you were saying for today, I'm sorry. Yeah, like, right. yeah. Right. Is there like a second song? But we would need to tune again all the guitars because there is a special tuning for this uh, song. Yeah, so it, would take, it would take a while because, yeah, it's like an open tuning for this guitar. And I think okay. there's only this song that we play in this tuning. No, I don't worry. So we don't have the tuner to tune the stuff. No. It's, it's just nice. it's just a one shot deal, guys. Shady is never enough, you know. Whether no, it's no, food, no. beers, yeah. or songs, it's like you can go on all, all, all night. You know, but well, I'm, I'm, glad <laughs> I'm glad you want to hear more. So yeah, yeah uh, maybe nice. next time. It's really nice. Thank yeah, you. So I showed you. I mean, it really gave me goosebumps. I I loved it. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Thanks, guys. Thank yeah. you. I wish you all the best luck for all of those who are following us in the descriptions and stuff we will share also your socials and stuff to thanks man yeah follow sure. you guys sure. of course this also thing. follow your youtube channel exactly. oh yeah right. Which right. I love. yeah give that a shout out that'd be great yeah, i like yeah. the uh i just watched the um the one you went to the zoo yeah and you give you give like the uh disclaimer for all the uh animal lovers to not fuck with you <laughs> really well you know when 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 my wife like came up with the idea because we're going to the zoo like okay we make a video about the zoo and i was like that's like uh tricky just, tricky territory right there you're gonna get everyone coming out of the woodwork to uh, say like fuck these animals are not mistreated and yeah because people and... don't like zoos i get it i get yeah. it but guys i got kids i go to the zoo all right yeah that was nice <laughs> yeah right wait, wait, wait what, what am i gonna <laughs> do just that. <laughs> so yeah but luckily no one uh, was too offended by it so no it was, it was a fun yeah. video and i like the style too like uh it's like VHS, 80s. Yeah. You're a very 80s kind of guy. Yeah. It's yeah, I love, I love it, yeah. You're stuck in the 80s a little bit. Yeah, but with this project, I'm kind of shedding my... Uh, You're breaking free? I'm breaking free of the 80s, the uh, 90s. cube that I've boxed myself in. Maybe, <laughs> maybe going into the 90s. Back to the 60s. Back to the 60s. Oh, back to the 60s. Yeah. The 60s. Yeah. Yeah. I would say it was quite uh, reminding me of back... We both like a lot, uh, you know... Yeah, all decades, 60s, 70s. I, I mean, mean, I just, I just, I just zeroed in on the 80s, uh, especially for DJing, yeah, you know. Right. Um, but when yeah. it comes to playing the guitar, it's. I think we have a lot of folk and influences and acoustic influences and rock influences. So, drawing on all decades, you know. 
Yeah. Don't, don't, we don't want to yeah. close ourselves off. I hate the question, like, what kind of genre are you? What kind of, like, it's really difficult. I don't know. Dude. You just pick up the guitar and play, and what comes out, comes out. I'm not thinking, you know, you're never thinking about what genre you are. And that's another thing about social media. You have to, you have you to give yourself, after like you have to give yourself a tag. You have to yourself. know. And it's like, I don't yeah. know, guys. I'm just picking up the guitar, and it just comes out. I don't know what it is. Like, Ma, especially just, in this project, honestly. Because yeah, there's some projects that we had, mm -hmm. they are more like, uh, you know, electro, so, it's more punk, it's more, this project is really something we, we, we didn't think it's when we started, uh, right? what yeah. kind of genre we needed to do it, uh, and it just come out like that, right? So it's uh, really, it's impossible to define actually an exact... Uh, yeah. yeah, because we have some songs which are like more 80s. We have some songs with the synthesizer arpeggios going. We have some songs which are just like very mellow and acoustic. And we have some songs where we've got two yep. electric guitars and more more rocking and more heavy. So we, we always look at people like Beck, for example, who, you know, is, is doing is doing mellow acoustic stuff. Well, he's right. one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. And mm. he's doing funk, he's doing rock, he's doing rap. I mean, you know, what genre mm. is, is that? Okay, you can call it alternative, I suppose. I guess that's it, yeah. I mean, who, you know, really, who cares about that genre? But... But then we should uh, do like uh, one hour talking about the alternative, what is alternative, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that, that opens up like very, true, I think everything true, is true. very yeah. broad. Uh, you just call it alternative when, when you really don't know. Yeah, right. When you can exactly. really tell. Yeah. Beautiful yeah. terms. It's a catch-all yeah. term for anything that you well, It's not punk, it, not yeah. heavy rock, not, I mean, it'd be uh, easy if you were in it. It's indie. Indie's a bit like that as well. Oh, indie. Alternative it's indie just, is yeah. even the best. <laughs> I play indie. What the fuck is that indie? Yeah. No money. Until you become famous and then, mm. and then you call it indie. It's not well, indie even anymore. like that, like, yeah. well, growing up, right? There was very set kind of music genres when we were growing up. Yeah, because you had the record you know? store, so you have to look in the different genres. Right, right. right. But now, like, there's fucking, there's like so many fucking, like, little tiny yeah. genres. Cloud like, rap. Yeah, uh, sea punk, math rock, yeah. math something, yeah. you know, like yeah. so many different like names for different kinds yeah. of rock. How can you, you know? possibly know? It's like, ridiculous. That's just for someone else to decide. I don't know. You know? But then you're yeah, always I, I, expected I to do it yourself, and like you know, this is what I don't like about this kind of. Maybe it's our problem. Maybe we are too old, <laughs> so I don't understand this. Uh, well, maybe for sure the newer generation, I guess, I guess they have the feeling of having to do something different to have the feeling mm -hmm. of standing out and then even when you get stuck in uh, the final of the genre you try to make but it fewer, up fewer for sure yeah. fewer death uh, rock metal death metal you know that this kind yeah. of you know well it's just like what you're saying the basics you go to the no, record store and it's, the, of, the, uh, uh, it's like colors the rainbow have seven colors then you can go deep into all the Pantone names, whatever. Right. There are seventeen no, different well, kinds of red. Time, actually, if, if I, if I think even metal had a lot of different uh, that met, grind metal. It's kind of uh, yeah, because I also just think it's kind of trendy to just invite in, invent some right some genre out, out of your butt, right. and ultimately it's yeah, it's just passing trends. So uh, yeah, we'll see. I'd be interested to see what genre we get um, put into on on the various apps where you upload your music. You know. Yeah. So we'll we'll see about that, but I have a feeling it will be rock slash pop, right? right, or whatever, you know. Yeah. Like what's Bowie? What's what's Gary Newman? What's you know what exactly? Yes. It's just it's just uh, it's just music and uh, probably rock, right? I would say pop. Yeah, it's pop <laughs> music. Yeah. Really, it's it's. You pop. guys should start S pop for like Shenzhen pop. Rock <laughs> slash pop. We call it like rock slash pop. Yeah, yeah, but who cares? Like like I don't know. I understand. I mean. They're putting a lot of your of your own into this uh, 
creation, right? So it's like the result is. Yeah, know, the, yeah. I, I don't really Absolutely. think that generally talking, it's like the musician, uh, they decide what, uh, well, unless it's something that someone that is uh, uh, mm. following a path, a very precise path. It's not a musician that you should say what kind of your yeah. music you're playing, but it's other people that should say, okay, exactly. you play that kind yes. of music. I mean, you're free to say whatever you want. We just continue mm -hmm. to do our own stuff. You, know, you just play it anyway. It doesn't matter. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, Someone needs to put it on a label or on a flyer one day, and they will need to come up with it, but it's yeah. not your business. Right. Your business. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, totally agree. All right, gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Likewise, thank you for having us. Good luck with you. the podcast. Looking forward for to the live show. Looking forward to the music video. Yep. Yes. Looking forward to having you guys back. Looking forward yeah. to the genre. Yeah, <laughs> classification. <laughs> we'll come up with it <laughs> soon after the first gig. I'm going to start some rumors tonight. <laughs> New jazz yeah. band in Shenzhen. Yes. I thought you said like sour. Like you said something, but when you said it, it sounded like sour. I quite like sour rock or something like that. It could work. Sour. Something like sour. It could work. You know, yeah, it's kind of like, like, you yeah. know, come down, kind of like not jumping around, being all happy. So maybe something with sour is good. Could be. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Okay, sour rock is a new genre that we, yeah, we just invented right now. Right? Yeah. 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 Nice. All right, guys. Thank it's you. It's been a pleasure. Thank, thank you, you guys. Peace, uh, guys. Please keep on following us and like our podcast and find all the information. Uh, from our guest in the description below and hopefully we will see you very soon in here or around Definitely. thanks guys thank you very much it's been a pleasure. cheers guys <laughs>